3: Yeah, it is absolutely going to be a uh, very uh, touch and go type of weekend. Is the way I would describe it. Yes.
2: Yeah. By the way, that song he was just playing, Debbie Deb, because weekends are made for fun. Uh, uh. Oh yeah. Now wait a second. You where are you sending your wife and your mother in law? Here you are every week traveling around, schlepping around the country, calling games. You are finally home for a weekend, and when you are home, you send them out.
3: Well, it was her birthday, my wife's birthday on Monday. Oh, happy um, birthday, Kel. Yeah. So we, uh, we chose, you know, I wanted to get her a present. So I sent her, uh, you know, like a little, like, spa vacation kind of deal with her mother in law. They can do, like, you know, like mother daughter bonding stuff. And, uh, you know, so I, uh, I've, I've already, uh, you know, taken care of that. And what I will do is, uh, Man the household with two small wow. children for the
2: weekend. I got I to give you credit, George. Um, those days are gone for me. I mean, you know, in terms of having little kids. But I give you credit. I mean, again, you know, when you're working and you're grinding and you're going all over the place and you're calling games and you finally are home for a weekend and you're willing to send wife and mother-in-law off to the spa and you're going to be working harder this weekend with those two little kids than it is to travel to Minnesota and prepare for an NFL football game, call the game, schlep back, get back onto TV and radio, is going to challenge you this weekend. I'm going to be very curious to see how you're doing come Monday.
3: Oh, <laughs> I don't think there's any question that it's going to be challenging. That's why I'm going to solicit to the audience uh, activities that I should do to tire these children out, so that way I can get them down as early as humanly possible so then I can enjoy whatever it is I want to enjoy at night, just watching TV, maybe having a couple of glasses of wine or maybe uh you know perhaps uh going into uh the dispensary stash but uh nonetheless i you know but i need to make sure they're sound asleep by then yeah. so i feel like i need uh recommendations on how to tire them out like you know everyone always says like oh go to the park or the park is easy i feel like there's plenty of parks by me someone actually recommended going to the beach but the beach is an undertaking with two children and one adult i think
2: true that is true um i'll give you,
3: Do you have suggestion. a Wii? Oh, we have video game stuff we can do. But say, video Wii- games only works Wii- for the seven-year-old, no. not the three-year-old. No. You got to get I them out of the house. The
4: Wii is like you could do the exercise ones or like the dance ones where you have to do the dance competition. That'll tire them out real quick.
3: Yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got uh, game systems. We can do that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I'd like to do something outdoors. No, be really gotta, nice. you, it's hot this weekend. Yeah, so it's it going to be, be even,
2: really warm this weekend. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to give you a day. You ready? Here goes. One okay, thing you go. should do. Yeah. I definitely suggest this is always easy. Kids love it. It's colorful. It's fun. It's bright. It's outdoors. It's physical in some ways. Miniature golf. Oh, okay. Followed by some lunch. Mm-hmm. That And then finally, you're kind of ready to go home. Everybody's kind of a little bit tired. You know, you hang out a little bit. Maybe play some video games, like Lindsay's recommending. Dinner, and it's wipeout time. It's bedtime, everybody. Let's get everybody to bed so Dad can do his thing. I actually just ran into an extra ticket to Ohana Fest, which is tonight and tomorrow night mm-hmm. in Dana Point at Doheny State Beach, where Pearl Jam is playing tonight and tomorrow night. I just ran into a fourth ticket from out of nowhere, It just dropped it right out of the sky, right into my pocket, and I was going to say, you should come meet me, and we'll have a good time, and we'll jam to Pearl Jam.
3: Yeah, that's not happening.
2: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it.
3: Yeah, there's no chance that's happening.
2: None so there, whatsoever, I mean, zero. Even now. if I wanted
3: to, like, it, there's just not. that's not happening right well, now. Well,
2: so. you actually said from the very beginning – I want to solicit from the audience some advice, and I thought what you were going to say is, I thought you were going to solicit a babysitter. Is there anybody Oh, out no, there? no. I
3: mean, I could go to the babysitter if I needed to, but I no, I want to. I feel like these are my children. I can take care of them for a weekend. How hard could it be?
2: I don't know. We'll find out on Monday.
3: We definitely will find out on Monday. But hence, I want to know, uh, feel free to tweet them at Sedano. Feel free to call eight seven 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 ten 710 espn 877-710-3776. On, uh, you know, what activities could I do to tire my children out on Saturday? And here's the thing about Sunday. So now Sunday is the real challenge because, you know, it's college football on Saturday. Like, yeah, I should be watching, but I don't need to watch it as intently as I would probably the NFL. Now, the NFL to me is going to be Sunday's the bigger challenge. Like, what can I do to get them busy where I don't have to pay super close attention and still get them tired out?
2: Hmm. You have any of those um, jumpy uh, places around you? I'm trying to think of what oh, they're called. Oh,
3: you know what I can do? I can absolutely rent one of those bounce houses. Yeah,
2: so you could rent one. I went to Costco when my kids were little, like yours are, and I actually bought one. And that thing was it was great because anytime you needed something for the kids to do, you pull it out of the garage, you stick that hair dryer in it, you blow the thing up, and it's like, okay, kids, have fun. And if you get hurt, like find mom or somebody else. But- well,
3: we do have a trampoline in the back.
2: Okay, that's not bad. So not we bad. may not
3: need the bounce house now that I think about it because we do have a trampoline. So,
2: Well, I'm thinking about one of those jumpy house kind of gym places. No, no, I get what you're there. saying. I yeah. get what
3: you're saying, yeah. But then it's like I got to, you know, I mean, those things are pretty cheap nowadays, actually, those bounce houses.
2: Yeah, you can get them at Costco, I'm telling you, really inexpensively. But th- I hear what you're saying because Sunday's an important day. You're going to want to. Camp out in front of the TV. Yeah. You're gonna to want to watch all these NFL games. I was thinking right. about the the early window. Right. Just looking to see if there's any games in the early window that you kind of gotta see. Like you feel like that's a game I really want to see. I don't see it. I think I I see the one o'clock window when the Cardinals play the Rams, Seahawks, Forty Nine ers. Ten
3: o'clock window here. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about the one o'clock. Oh, you're talking about the late window. window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, Packers. I mean, so the late window is the good one. In the morning, ten a.m. games. Browns Vikings do anything for you? Nah. Um, Texans Bills doing anything for you?
3: Nah, not something that i got to watch intently. Like, I've right. got a TV outside. I could always just put it on outside if I'm outside with them in the
2: backyard yeah. or something. Chiefs Eagles, maybe. Will the Chiefs recover this weekend? Maybe. Yeah, but that's that's a
3: Red Zone special. That's just me watching the Red Zone early in the day, having it on multiple TVs. So if i got to roam around the house while the children are with me by myself with no wife... Uh, and no mother-in-law to help because the, I've sent them away for a birthday weekend. Uh, that I can still have the ability to watch it, it wherever I'm at in the house. Like the yeah. TVs will all be on.
2: I think uh, Sunday afternoon, babysitter comes at one p.m. Babysitter returns at four thirty p.m. You get the entire afternoon of of the, the games that you really want to see. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, Packers. Those four games, late window, the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. Babysitter comes at 1, returns at 4.30, you're golden. Hmm. All Although, right, well, let's... Uh, just, just maybe babysitter stays longer because Buccaneers-Patriots is Sunday night at 5.20. Yeah, but see, I can deal with
3: uh, Sunday night because by that time, like 5.30, the kids like to eat Five between 5.30 and 6. And then they just kind of settle down. I actually give them, we usually give them like screen time, like uh, you know, iPads or whatever, like after dinner, like between like 6 and like 8. That's kind of their window to do that stuff. So that actually, that game will be easy uh, because I give them a little screen time. Then, you know, I give them a quick bath. I can still watch the game out of corner of my eye and then uh, bat down to bed in the 8 o'clock hour.
2: I taught my daughter's, and and my son also, but it was easier with him, but taught my daughters from a very early age the pleasure of watching college and NFL football on the couch on Saturdays and Sundays, particularly when they were little. And these girls, they, they've grown up as massive football fans. And so, um, you know, for them. Watching NFL football on Sundays kind of just built into their life. So I'm just suggesting to you, George, as somebody who's several years ahead when it comes to kids. Yes. I'm just suggesting, start conditioning your children, and particularly your daughter, uh, start conditioning these kids to love football on TV on Sunday afternoon. Oh well, the little guy catching. does
3: the the daughter. She, I mean, she's okay like for a minute or two, and then she's out. She wants
2: to yeah. do something else. Well, um, I mean, get her get her some Rams gear yeah. and uh, get her really into the Rams. Yeah.
3: Uh, Alfonso just tweeted me. He says, "Take them to Big Air or Sky Zone. Yeah, that's they're a what I'm trampoline about. park. They have yeah. sections for small kids too.
2: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But I just couldn't come up with trampoline park. You know, I was oh. like, you know, those things where they got the tramps and they're in the yeah. big warehouses. You know, the, and they're like, yeah, trampoline park. I should have been I able mean, to. You come talk
3: up with for that. a living and couldn't figure that out. So.
2: Well, I'm having a hard time. It's Friday. I'm kind of at the end of the week. Yeah. you know, and Ohana. I'm just sure. Right, I'm just, my mind is on how fast can I get to this concert, you know? 30 yeah. years of being a fan of this, of this band and having yeah. never seen them, Yeah. you know? So tonight, yeah. I'm trying to get there ASAP, you know?
3: Let me go to Raymond in the high desert who wants to uh, have, weigh in on this conversation before we move on to uh, the Rams, because I thought there was an interesting Rams discussion to have uh, to begin the show, but go ahead, Raymond.
0: This one's going to get you farther at the year, points at the wife. Take the kids out to the park, get them to roll around in the grass, give them a warm bath after they're going to be itching they're going to get allergies and then you give them benadryl
2: they're going to knock out
4: <laughs> this is a that's very a smart guy this is yeah, a that's smart pretty hilarious idea.
2: um how many kids you got dude <laughs> how many kids do you have, i got sir? four i got four kids yeah and how old are these children they're uh, i got two 13 year olds a 14 year old and a 10 year old okay see i see. didn't See, George, this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy is yeah. a very Thank smart you, guy. Very, yeah. very smart guy. Get him rolling around in the grass. Get him itchy and allergies. And get him, and then, then you hit him with the Benadryl. Night-night, kiddos.
3: Yeah, good point. Stand but I can't your get that. Here's the thing, though. This is the, the, the wrench, the, you know, the, the monkey wrench, is yeah. my little guy. He's already an early riser. Mm. So if I get him to sleep too much then I'm really screwed in the morning on Sunday. You know? And I got to remember that part of the equation, too. And Monday, because Monday I got to get up and take them both to school and then still get to the TV studio to do all the TV stuff I got to do.
2: Right. So. Well, we're going to try and help you today.
3: But I do like the rolling in the grass, get them Benadryl. I feel like maybe a late park day on Saturday can get that because then they just get sleepy, we get back, we give them a bath, we get the food, maybe they go to bed a little early. I can figure that out. I, that's not terrible advice, Raymond. Thank you. Now, real quick, speaking of um, commentary. Yeah. So David Carr, uh, brother of Derek Carr, David Carr was once the number one overall pick of the Houston Texans in their expansion draft in 2002. Mm -hmm. And he's an analyst on the NFL Network. Mm -hmm. And he has said, uh, when talking about the Rams recently, that Matthew Stafford has brought more to the Rams than Sean McVay has. And, you know, I know that sounds like a controversial thing to say, but can you name very many coaches who have had sustained success without great quarterbacks?
2: Well, it is interesting the way you just phrase it. You know, it does sound on the surface like perhaps he's propping up Stafford but taking a shot at McVay. But if you really just think about it, you know, McVay was running his offense with Jared Goff. And we've talked a lot about how, at least in my opinion, there was never any trust for Jared Goff. Now there is a trust factor for Matthew Stafford because he's a veteran player this is 13 years in the league this is a guy who's seen it all he's faced tremendous adversity along the way there's trust for this guy so what Matthew Stafford is able to do with the offense that Sean McVay has built if you can't get that from another quarterback and in we're only talking about one quarterback Jared Goff but If you weren't able to get that from your previous quarterback, it's not necessarily a slight at McVay as much as it is a compliment to Stafford. The way I hear it. You know, I don't think it's a a big knock.
3: Yeah, I I would agree. Um, And again, a lot of this is because I do believe that there's just not a lot of, I mean, yeah, you can win once, you know, an outlier here or there without a great quarterback. But if you're going to have sustained success, you need great quarterback play. And Sean McVay made Jared Goff. Like, the reason, um, I mean, I would push back a little because Sean McVay got the Rams to a Super Bowl with a quarterback who is average at best. And, you know, Matthew Stafford is, look, we've been touting him all week long and all season long, and he's fantastic, but you know he's to your point previously you know he's not as accomplished as his coach but that's why i think it's a great marriage because his coach wants to win the last game and he needs a great quarterback and he finally found himself one yeah. that can execute what he wants
2: yeah i mean if if we said the exact same thing about tom brady and bruce arians that tom brady has brought more to the team than bruce arians that would, would we all go, yeah, of course, naturally, right on. I mean, obviously, right?
3: Yeah. I think that's just a natural thing for every coach quarterback situation. You know, like the quarterback is more important. A good quarterback is more – important. like, I'll put it this way. Because I, I think Stafford is great quarterback. Like, I think he's a top-10 quarterback. And if you're a top-10 quarterback to me, you're in the great category. Mm-hmm. So, I would say a great quarterback is more important than a great coach –
2: I would say that a great quarterback can make up for a not great coach. Yeah. You know, and I also think that the quarterback, you know, can make a team. I mean, listen, this weekend, while you're watching the kids on Sunday night, the Buccaneers are going to play the Patriots. Since Tom Brady has left, I mean, look at where the Patriots are. Now, look, there's more to the story, of course. You know, it's not he's not just the only guy that took off, but – you see how Brady is able to go elsewhere, and in year one, and look, he had plenty of help. Don't get me wrong; a lot of talent on that Tampa Bay team, even though they lost last week and yeah, got they, smoked they, by the Yeah, they
3: win the Super Bowl, right? But they yeah, won the Super I Bowl. Mean, and Belichick is struggling, right? Big like he's, He had to draft a, a rookie quarterback. So I, I'm with you. Like I, yeah. I, I think we're in agreement here. But eight uh, seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to hop aboard, like I don't think that that's controversial. But feel free to jump in if you'd like. Um, 710 Also, I've got the kids to myself this weekend. What the hell do I do? My wife will not be here. What the hell do I do? Coming up next, though, uh, there is a moment happening tonight for the Dodgers that I don't think anyone is talking about, and we'll get to that next.
1: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: All right, so down on Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Today is homemade cookies day. Mm. Maybe that's something I can do with the kids.
2: They, hey, kids love baking. Seriously. I, by the way, I'm loving you talking about this because I've been there and done this before where I had little kids and definitely needed advice and suggestions and help from the audience and uh, i'm loving that you're you're throwing this out there baking is a great idea george
4: Ah, uh, i feel like with a three-year-old you're in for some trouble there well
2: you're definitely in for a big mess be prepared for that uh-huh. but baking uh-huh. homemade cookies or cupcakes or a cake my daughters same deal they got into baking real real early and now i mean it's literally like a nightly thing dinner's done and they're like okay we're making homemade chocolate chip cookies or i have to ask my daughter for my favorite which is like when she makes her chocolate chip banana bread out of this world so yeah i love this concept good idea baking
3: yeah so maybe that's something we can do i love a, i love me a little chocolate chip i mean anytime i mean i don't reject chocolate very often anyway so you know there's that um, i would like Dr- to
2: hear though other people's ideas i think this is a great question for everybody yeah Ideas. what am i
3: doing with the kids this weekend because right. i've got uh you know i gotta tire them out basically yep that's the deal at least man saturday i gotta figure that out
2: yeah. one man it's it's one versus two and and when you're talking about a seven-year-old and a three-year-old different um,
3: deals yeah dude
2: oh my god you are how's the potty training going for the little guy
3: potty training's okay we're good with uh, number one number two he's fine he just holds it too long
2: yeah and then it gets painful
3: right and then and i gotta then, deal
2: with that Right. Oh, what a disaster. Yeah.
3: But, and I mean, that- we're getting better. We're getting better. It's not as bad as it was, you know, the last several weeks. But one is good. Like, he goes on his own. I don't even have to mess with it.
2: Okay. Well, that's good to hear. All right, And one he even knows
3: how to put the, uh, grab the potty, like the plastic part of the potty, lift it up, and put it in the toilet and flush it. Nice. Like, he washes it out, like, on the, in the sink. I'm not even kidding. Like, he's, <laughs> he's got this stu- that stuff down. <laughs> I don't have to lift a finger anymore on that part.
2: So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. it's just the dirty thing that you got to handle.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, but listen, dude. I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, right? one day they'll have to wipe mine. You know, that's the way it works.
2: <laughs> Yes, so, that's true.
3: Eight seven 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 ten espn I've got the kids to myself this weekend. Hashtag, what the hell do I do? Uh, all right. What the hell do we do with the fact that it is a Clayton Kershaw day? It's a, you know, Kershaw day. But, you know, Lindsay, you brought this up during our show meeting. I mean, this could, in theory, potentially... Be the last Clayton Kershaw start ever at Dodger Stadium.
4: Well, it could I mean I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but let's say they lose, or even if they, well, no, because yeah, they would have to lose the wild card, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be as like, and then they don't resign him. This could be the end of an era. And right? People are, are making a very big deal out of it.
3: Uh, well, be. I feel like he's become a bit of a forgotten man, Cap.
4: Yeah, I,
2: I look could be yes. L- let's just take a breath here for a second and pump the brakes. If Clayton Kershaw, who will start the game tonight against Milwaukee, assuming that the Dodgers will then, on Wednesday, we already know they're going, to host, they're going to host St. Louis, and if, for some reason, St. Louis were to upset the Dodgers and the Dodgers' season would end, and then maybe, maybe if the Dodgers don't re-sign Clayton Kershaw, yes, it is true, tonight could be the final game in a Dodger uniform at Dodger Stadium. It's all a big if. But on the other hand, I'm going to throw it to you guys. I mean, To me, he is such an important part of this era of Dodger baseball. And while he's a little older, while he's been injury prone, while he's pitched in fewer games, while he's moved down, he might be the number four guy right now yes. in this rotation. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an organization... Don't you want to sign him for another year? Even if it was a one-year deal, a two-year deal, and you do not I got to think he's made enough money that he doesn't necessarily need to just say, no, I won't do it unless I'm getting $30 million a year. I would think that he would want to stay, and I would think they would want him to stay, and I would think that there's a deal to be made between those two parties for the good of everybody.
3: I mean, I, I think there is, but I think you have to be very careful. I think you have to be very careful not to overpay. I thought they overpaid on the last deal for, you know, whatever it was, three for 90 or whatever it was. Like, I didn't think that that last year would work out so well. And as I've, you know, it's come to fruition, that's not been the case. That has not worked out so well.
2: Well, if I'm Clayton Kershaw, do I want to chase money? Do I want to see that the Texas Rangers are willing to pay me $30 million and I can go home to my hometown and go play for Texas but not win? Do I want to make 30 million and go to Anaheim where every time it seems that they sign somebody for big money, it rarely works out and very rarely turns into wins. Do I want to just play for the money at the end of my career? Or do I want to do what I think a guy like LeBron is doing, which is every time he puts on the uniform, his goal is I'm playing to win a championship. If I'm Clayton Kershaw, I'll take less money to stay with the Dodgers then I would take more money to go play with a loser organization.
3: Yeah, I, I mean I would too, but I, you know I, I I don't like to tell people what to do with their money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just kind of the way I look at it.
2: Right? I understand, but I'll 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 take the opposite side and say, hey Clayton, take less, and hey Dodgers, sign this man.
3: Easy so, for you to say. There very easy. Not my mind. I'm gonna tell. Yeah. I- I love how this worked. I'm going to be the guy that says, Yeah, I'm not going to tell somebody how to manage their money. And then you're going to be like, Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. totally fine telling him how right. to manage his money. He's right. made a lot of money. So go ahead and uh, listen to me, Clayton, even though, you know, I'm not your accountant.
2: Correct. I am not your accountant. I am not your stockbroker. I am not your wealth manager. But here's <laughs> what I can tell you. You're a piece of work, but Kaplan. Hey, look, here's what I can tell you. When you've made the sort of money that Clayton Kershaw has made thus far in his career, if you were to turn down $30 million from Texas, and you, and you made $15 million with the Dodgers, you will look back on your career 20 years from now and say, even though I gave up $15 million, because I'd already made a ton of money, I, was, I did the right thing. I played for the winner. I played for my organization, my fan base. Okay, I was the leader of this franchise. I played for less, but I played for the wins. I didn't play for the dollars. And so I think if Clayton Kershaw were listening to this right now, he'd say, you know what, you are a pain in the ass and you do butt into other people's business and you really shouldn't tell people how to spend or how to make or what they should do with money, but you know what, you're making a hell of a lot of sense right now.
3: I mean, if he thinks that way. If, if he doesn't, if, then if you're he doesn't, he's then not thinks, listening to you. you know, I'm like, an get, get this Kaplan and, you know, guy out, right, out of here. Right, right. All right, right, Matthew true. in Monterey, Monterey Park, wants to tell me what the hell I should do with the kids this weekend while the wife's gone.
2: How you doing,
0: guys? Um, I recommend miniature golf. They also have arcades there, and then in the nighttime for food, you can always build your own pizza, make your yeah. own pizza with non bread, French bread.
3: Yeah, I have the build your own pizza already on the uh, on the on the docket. Like that is going to be one of the meals, bread, uh, yeah. you know, in the evening for sure. Thank That's you for that, move. though. Right? Yeah, thank you, good Matthew. Um, I mean, the miniature golf though. I'm trying to like I was looking it up. I haven't played miniature golf in a really long time. I'm trying to see if I find miniature golf. Um, Near me, like I guess I'm trying to think because what ends up coming up is a lot of golf courses, not yeah. miniature golf. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of them that are like far away. Like there's this Camelot golf lane in Anaheim, but I'm not driving all the way to Orange no, County. No offense to order. Orange County folks. No,
2: no, no. It's gotta be that's close to far yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. That's too far. Like I need no. to keep it in LA County at least. You know? Oh, no,
2: you need to keep it you need to keep it within like a five to ten mile radius. Yeah. Uh
3: you know? Siobhan Roberts, principal uh Siobhan uh Hi, Siobhan. tweets me. Uh, what's the budget for the kids this week? No budget doesn't matter. As <laughs> long as I, as long as I get to relax and have a few glasses of wine at night and they're asleep, I'm happy with that. That is really the only prerequisite. You know, that I can just kind of relax at night and not have to deal with anything. So Got any,
2: like, uh, roller skating rinks or ice skating rinks? Oh, I should look that up.
3: That's a good point. Well, if anybody's got recommendations on these kind of places, where the miniature golf is, and, you know, I can tell you if that works for me. I'm in the South Bay, but I don't mind driving, and the kids like the car, so I'm good with that. I don't mind going, like, 45 minutes somewhere. Um, And then that way, they might actually kind of, you know, relax in the car on the way back, too. Let me go to Paul in Thousand Oaks. Paul, what's up?
0: Hi, how are we doing?
2: What's up, Paul?
3: um
0: how old are the kids again seven and three okay for the three-year-old i've got a great idea okay you take a mattress put it in front of the couch let them jump away all day and uh, <laughs> wrestle around with it and everything, and you'd be surprised. I did it with my two kids when they were small; mm. it had occupied their time, and you can watch TV the whole time. Yeah, well,
3: I, I, they do that on the couches anyway, Paul. But I, yeah. I so I, I do, I do think you're right. There's no question, and thank you for the call. I, I appreciate it. You're very kind. Um, I just, uh, and we do have other things that I can use, other like kind of mattress kind of things that we can use. We have them in the playroom. We have, like, a little playroom for them, and we store a lot of stuff in there. There are some, like, things that I can take out where they can jump all over. Uh, Ramon in uh, Fillmore real quick. Ramon, what's up?
0: Hey, I got you, Sedano. You call a buddy. that has got uh, kids the same age. Ooh. The wife will be there. You guys uh, throw some meat on the barbecue, have a couple beers, solve them. Solve them now, solved. listen,
3: it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking, and I don't know if the Trudells are listening right now, uh, but, you know, the Trudells, thank you, Ramon, live very close by, uh, you know, within like 20 minutes. And uh, I was like, you know, maybe I call Mike over, you know what I'm saying? Even if Annie doesn't want to come over with the uh, little rigs, uh, you know, Mike brings the twins, Jet and Talon. You know, we got a pool day here at the house. Mike and I are outside, you know, kind of eating, drinking, having some stuff on the grill, watching football. And, uh, you know, we keep an eye on the kids in the pool. I, that was absolutely an option for Sunday. So See, thank I was- you, though.
2: I was thinking exactly that maybe you could take your two kids, get together with the entire Trudell family at the beach and now you've got extra eyes on the whole situation. You see, you've yeah. I thought about that. Thought about Saturday, but the Trudell boys—they are a,
3: they, man. They got a lot of athletics going on on the weekend, so I also have to make sure I fit into their schedule. But there was going to be an invite with them for sure. Yeah. All right, keep it coming. What do I do with what the hell do I do with the kids? I got them to myself this weekend. Wife is out of town. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Plus, coming up next, I've got the target for USC. I'm telling you, I have a pretty good feeling on this one. We'll tell you what it is in three minutes.
1: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
3: All right, so keep them coming. The call's at 877-10-ESPN, 877 10 3776 Got the kids to myself this weekend. I sent the wife away on a, on a nice uh, you know, trip with her mom for her birthday. I've got the kids. Hashtag, what the hell do I do? So keep it coming at eight seven 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 ten espn Actually, real quick, before I get to the USC, let's push USC back one segment because I do want to talk about the Raiders and the Chargers here real quick because it is a monster game this weekend here at SoFi. Um, and I'd love to hear from Raiders and Charger fans on this, Scott. What Chargers uh, Because fans? you have, look, you understand this rivalry as well as anyone here, maybe better than anyone here, to be honest with you, because of um, where you worked previously in San Diego. So it... I mean, it's going to be a wild scene on uh, You know, when these two teams play on Monday night.
2: I think it will be, um, but what will make it a wild scene, George, is when you think about 70,000 people that will pack their way into SoFi Stadium, my guess is, and I know a lot of the estimations are, that it'll be like 55,000 people all dressed in silver and black. They'll have on all their Halloween costumes, They'll have on all their spiked shoulder pads. They'll have Gorilla Rilla in the end zone. Uh, this will be an overwhelming Raider crowd. And so when you say a wild scene, yeah, because the Raider fans are coming to SoFi Stadium for the first time uh, with now, fans.
3: Now, I'll ask you this. If you had to pick one guy right now, mm-hmm. forget about, I'm not talking about the teams, mm-hmm. but the quarterback, which one? do you think is better? Because I would say Herbert right now, I think is the better quarterback, even though Derek Carrs have an MVP type year. I love everything about Justin Herbert, everything about him.
2: Well, you know, you know how hard it is for me to give the chargers any credit of any kind. Yes. But even I, the, the president of the card carrying member of the charger hater club, even I have to admit that this kid, Justin Herbert is more than anybody ever expected coming out of of Oregon. And it really goes to show you that last year when the Chargers started the season and this kid was going to sit and watch Tyrod Taylor, who is a career backup quarterback in the NFL, for them to have not have seen from the very, very beginning, you know what, we have, an, we have a pretty good ball club. We'd be better with this guy. Well, you can't start him. He's a rookie quarterback. Come on. He's got to sit, wait, watch. He's got to learn. No, I can see it in practice. He's the better of the two. I acknowledge that Justin Herbert is an excellent, young NFL quarterback. But you're asking me, who do I want right now? And through three weeks of the season, while Herbert's led his team and and Carr has led his team to an unbeaten streak of three wins, I got to say, I think right now, given everything that Derek Carr has gone through in his career to get to this point, right this minute, I'll take Carr.
3: No, nah, man, I just think like Carr's good. Don't get me wrong. This Herbert kid is special. Okay. He is. He and is. and I I, he's clearly going to be the better player moving forward. And I think he may be the better player right now already. Like, I think he's that good. Uh, now, I'm sure Raider fans will call in at 877-710-ESPN and tell me I'm crazy and I'm hating. But don't say I'm hating because I've been on your bandwagon since day one. Okay. I have been sitting here after that first win against Baltimore. I was like, oh, hey, all right. These guys are legit. That's, not, that's a good win, the way they were able to come back to win that game, considering that it looked like they were about to blow it, basically, at the end of that first game. And then the game against Pittsburgh. Now, still tough to win on the road. I don't care what anybody says. People can say Pittsburgh's not as good this year, and they're not. But I don't give a rat's you-know-what. Like, you win on the road in the NFL, that's a good win. And then yeah. they were down last week to the Dolphins, two scores, even though it was at home, came back to win. That's a good win in the NFL. So yeah. I mean on the Raiders. I just think that the one guy is uh, you know better than the other. But well, we were it's talking about sport. this.
2: We were talking about this yesterday. You know, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Stafford, or, or would you rather have Kyler Murray? And right, it's, and it's Stafford. Not, yeah. Right, but but here's the thing: we're not talking about the next five years. We're talking about right now.
3: Right, but right now, I'd still like Justin
2: Herbert. Okay, I I'd take I take Carr right now. Now, if you said to me, "Look, you have to project five years out," I would take Herbert. But if you tell me just right now, I'll take Carr. What I love about Derek Carr is that I know that he's already faced the toughest adversity that a guy is going to face in the NFL. To be drafted in the second round out of a mid-major school, to have gone through all these head coaches, all these offensive coordinators, all the difference in teammates and roster turnover, and then the move. The move from Oakland to Vegas. Don't discount what a big deal that is to be the face of a franchise and usher a team from one city where it was legendary to a new city where – You know, the games aren't even sold out quite yet. So I just feel like Derek Carr has already faced the greatest of adversities. And I would ask you this. Has Justin Herbert at this stage of his career, now we're talking about maybe 17 or 18 games total, has he faced any major, major adversity yet in his career? I mean, coaching change. Okay, there's one.
3: Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, his team basically almost blew the game last week just within the construct of one game. yeah, Uh, He already faced adversity and won on the road in Arrowhead, even though his team uh, almost blew it for him, basically.
2: You know, and and I would say this. One thing about the Raiders, you know, everybody is is quick to discount that win in Pittsburgh. And very simply, you know why? Because Pittsburgh the following week, which was week three, they lost at home to Cincinnati. Okay. And Cincinnati, the perception of the Cincinnati Bengals is they're a laughing stock. And generally no, they good. usually are. But you know, last night they were down fourteen nothing to Jacksonville when you and I yeah, were talking were. about not really having interest in that kind of a game. Yeah. And you saw Joe Burrow come back in the second half and lead his team to victory. So maybe Cincinnati's not going to win a Super Bowl, but maybe they're decent or certainly better than they have been in years past. And so that Cincinnati win in Pittsburgh, you know, maybe Pittsburgh's not that bad. Although I think they're going to get blasted this week by Yeah, they're by not Green that Bay.
3: good, actually. But it, winning on the road is, is fine. Like, it, it's fine. Um, I, I mean, I, I, it's hard in the NFL to win on the road. All right, let me go to... Jesse in Inglewood. What am I doing with the kids? And by the way, Raider fan, I need to hear how you guys are going to take this place over on Monday. 877 espn 877-710-3776. And whoever the Charger fans are out there. I haven't heard from very many of you over the uh, year and change you've been here. But how are you going to try to deal with this Raider takeover? 877 espn But let's go to Jesse in Inglewood. Jesse.
0: Yeah, I say Castle Park in Sherman Oaks. It's a miniature golf.
3: Yep, I, I did have that. I see that there. Um, is that going to be okay for the three-year-old, though, is my question?
0: Well, they have an arcade, too. And it's a, I used to go there as a kid. I love that place.
3: Okay. Um, love Castle Park. I used to go there when I was a kid, too. Um, they're, you know, franchised all over the country. Um, I guess I could get there in the morning and, you know, I'm just – You know, and not stay too, too late because I know these kids. It's going to be like, you know, noon or one o'clock and, you know, it's going to be 92 degrees or 95 degrees and they're going to be like, Dad, I want
1: to
2: go.
3: It's too hot. (laughs) So, you know, know, I got to deal with that.
2: Ah, Oh, my God. This is just, this is cracking me up, George. You'll have to excuse me. I'm laughing at your expense, but it's only because I've been there and done that and I'm realizing now that my youngest is about to turn 15. And, um, you know, this weekend, um little ones over at her mom's place uh 17 year old is visiting a college actually university of washington up in seattle my older ones are you know they're both in college and doing their thing and i'm going to be in dana point at ohana fest by the way if anybody wants to get a hold of me go for it man tweet me facebook me direct message me whatever we'll connect we'll have a drink facebook you.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe you just ask people to Facebook you. Why people Facebook
2: do? You, people, good Lord. Let, let me tell you something. Oh man, you have no idea. You guys laugh, but you have no idea how many seven ten listeners contact me on Facebook because I talk about the fact that I'm still on Facebook, and I don't have a problem with it.
3: Well, good. They can contact you there. They yeah. can't contact me or Lin- or me there at least because yeah. I'm not there.
2: Lindsay, so, you're really anyway. not on Facebook at all. Nope. No, sorry. No. Lindsay and
3: I are out. We, yeah. I mean, I've been out since 2012. I told you so. I mean, yeah. there's, no, there's I'm still a long in. Time. All right. 877-710-ESPN. Raider fan, Charger fan. Let me hear from you. Also, any of you out there, what the hell am I going to do with these kids this weekend? Miniature golf, Castle Park, Sherman Oaks has been recommended. Uh, there's another place called Adventureplex. Somebody tweeted me about in Manhattan Beach. Uh, I could go there, although that place seems to be open only a very limited amount of time during the day. Uh, so hit us up. eight seven 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 ten espn we're back in a couple of minutes. I want to get into this USC candidate. I, I feel like I've got the guy that they're targeting. All right? We'll get to that.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
1: That is a harsh lesson in business.
2: Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, my, as bringing a bunch of big names together.
0: I didn't
1: want to do another stomp you out speech.
2: It opened so, up so many more doors. The
1: show is called
0: The, the Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
2: Man, I remember being a little kid. I must have been seven or eight years old. And I saw Star Wars in the movie theater. And I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And of course, you know, call it 45 years later or so. Go back and watch the original Star Wars, and I'm like, "What the hell were we all so? What do we think was so great? The movie sucks.
3: You hated the movie, really? No, we I it guess, sucked? Yeah. yeah. Now I guess I know why you didn't, uh, you know, care to watch the rest of the movies.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know it's a controversial statement. I got it. I know I'm, I'm in the minority here, but I'm just I don't know, me and my daughter tried to watch it, and she was like, "This is the most boring movie I've ever seen." I'm like, "I know. I'll turn it off." We turned it off. I bought the Disney Plus, uh, you know, membership or subscription and I barely have gone back to it, but I'm just trying to pay the money that the company pays me right back to the company. Well, that's good.
4: You know that we get it for free, right? So no, I don't. There. Well, you can either get
3: that or the Disney pass.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't know that.
4: I'll forward you the email. Cap. Thank you. Come on. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I have little kids, so I would take the Disney. People are saying I should just go to Disneyland. Which Don't you still need a reservation
4: to go to Disneyland, though? Yeah, but you could probably make one now. I, I, I'll look for you. I think you can.
2: You know, it's not a terrible idea. I know it, it, it's going to be hot tomorrow. Um, but if I go
4: early, I can yeah, make it work.
2: But I'll tell you what, the kids will go nuts. It'll be a memory for a lifetime. It will. And it would be great for you, too. I mean, I think, listen, if, if you got the courage to do it, George, you know, Disneyland is a great idea. It really is. Just keep hydrating those little guys all day. That's all. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Don't can we just do it? Do I have to go to like the regular? Uh, I mean, we're employees, right? Is there no, like no, an no. employee there's portal? No, no, like?
4: there's a separate one. I'll I'll look it up for you and see if there's reservations for tomorrow. That is yeah, that's
3: sweet of you, Lindsay. Yeah. They're very nice I'll of you, Lindsay. You Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely tomorrow because I can, you know, I can, uh, you know, I can just put on like the, uh, you know, the, you know, the headphones on and just listen to some games or something while I, uh, you know, they have fun.
2: Right. Hey, George, you said you wanted to talk about USC. Before you do, I want to say one thing real quickly. I told you this earlier, and this was yesterday we were having this conversation because you were saying that Jacksonville versus Cincinnati does nothing for you and you would never watch that NFL football game. And And I said, but I am a football junkie and I'll watch any football game. I'm watching right now on ESPN a high school football game from Ohio. I don't care about these two teams. I don't care about Ohio State football, uh, or I mean the state of Ohio. But here it is, Medina 21 versus Mentor 7. This is meaningless to everybody else. But hold on. Modern day tonight against Bosco. 7:30 tonight. You got 3-0 Modern Day number one. You got Bosco 5-0 number two. And if I have those screwed up back and forth, who's number one, who's number two, you'll have to just, you know, correct me on that. 6,000 people full house tonight, and a national television audience. You're talking about two of the best teams in high school football legitimately in the country right here in Southern California toe-to-toe with an entire national football or a national television audience I will I will put that on my DVR and this is how much of a football junkie I'll come back and I'll watch a high school football game before NFL games on Sunday cuz there's division 1 talent littered throughout the entire two rosters of these two teams, Modern Day and Bosco, what a monster high school football game! Unbelievable. I wish I was going there tonight, but Eddie Vedder and I have a date. So,
3: how long is it going to take you to get to Eddie Vedder?
2: Take me about uh, fifty minutes or so. And game plan is I'm pulling into the hotel where we're staying this weekend, dropping off my car at valet, explaining to the valet guys, put this bag in this room, and I am literally just going from the valet directly to the concert venue over at Doheny State Beach. Nice. Yeah. I'm hoping that Eddie will get my tweets, and I've been Instagramming to his wife, asking her if they could do me a favor. Hey, listen, don't start until about, like, 8.30. Please, don't start without me. So I don't know if they'll do that or not, but at least I'm asking nicely.
3: Hmm. Okay. Well, Just I'm excited for you. if you're. I mean, you. it's the first time you're going to see the band, so, I mean, it's nice. you know.
2: I mean, 30 years of being a fan, and I'm finally going to see this band night one night and then back-to-back the next night. Pretty excited.
3: All right, let's go to the phones here. We got Adam in Boyle Heights. Adam, what's up? What's up, Jorge? What's up,
0: Cap? Uh, love yo, the yo. content, man. Y'all do a good job, man. Y'all do a great job. Appreciate gotcha. it. So, so I wanted to touch on the on the uh, the Raider situation and the Charges as far as the quarterbacks go. Um, I love Herbert. I mean, he's he's going to be amazing as long as he stays healthy. Um, but I think we should just wait and let's wait and see if he can be the leader of a winning team. Uh, prove, uh, well, Carr definitely has proved that because if y'all can remember, he had that injury where they were kind of the favorite that year to go to the Super Bowl, and unfortunately. Injuries are part of sports. Um, and then last year, Carr beat the Chiefs on the road. So I don't really see – I don't really think we should get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's just wait and see if the young man can actually, uh, you know, be a great quarterback on a winning team because at the end of the day, that's what matters. You have yeah. to be on a winning team, and it's got to be proven. And uh, as far as your, your kids go, they're 3-7 and seven again? Yep. Okay. Well, I don't really. I, obviously, I don't know you, so I don't really know the, uh, the kind of stuff you like to do. But me myself personally, I got, I got a five and a six year old girls. Okay, and um, they love going out to uh, the beach. In particular, myself, I like to go, if in, in between like Panga and Santa Monica, there's a few spots right there where you can turn out. Yeah. There's uh, it's a short walk. There's there's a few little um spots where it's not a hard hike for the kids, and they just love to sit right there and bathe in the sun and play with the sand and. You know, do the bucket thing and all that stuff, and they let me be, and I can listen to whatever I'm listening to or just, you know, make sure that they're safe. But my girls, in particular, they like that. All kids are different, but I think that's Oh, no, my a kids love the beach.
3: Uh, my kids love the beach. The only thing I'm worried about is, like, it's just me. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, you know, I got to play right. zone defense,
0: you know? I get you. I get you. But that's all I got, man. And uh, like I said, I really uh, appreciate the fact that y'all helped me get to the day, man. I drive around a lot because I'm a service tech. And so I love listening to you guys. I mean, I listen to basically all the ESPN guys. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you, brother.
3: Appreciate you, you. Adam and Boyle Heights drops off. If you want to chime in on the Raiders-Chargers situation, feel free. uh, As I'm curious to see what Raider fan thinks about this and Charger fan thinks about this upcoming matchup. The first one at SoFi, it's going to be wild. I don't think there's any doubt um, because I, I think that this is a major collision course of fans that hate each other uh, in a way that, uh, you know, we haven't seen here uh, in a long time, you know? So Josh in Long Beach. Josh, what's up?
0: Sedano, I'm great. Uh, a couple of things to do with the kids. You can go to golf and stuff in Downey and then take them to Tropicana. Oh, like, there's <laughs> I a
3: golf and stuff on. in Downey because oh, it's in Norwalk, right?
0: It, it was well, like right on the border. It's basically right. down. If you're from Downey, you're going to claim it as Downey. Okay, 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 okay other one is if you, you said mentioned going to uh uh like an iceland or like a skate like a little yeah. uh sa- skating rink right mm-hmm. there's a yeah. place called iceland in paramount and if you take the kids there i will gladly buy you guys dinner at my restaurant right up the
2: street see now that's okay. a sweet offer that's very nice
3: okay but well, they I, I don't think i can do the skating with the kids yet because the little guy's not gonna be able to skate so that's yeah, gonna be a disaster. A yeah that's them. a little rough yeah Yeah, he's three. He's not going to be able to pull that off. Now, golf and stuff, in Norwalk, I did think about that because I did see that because everyone wants to send me to Sherman Oaks. But Sherman Oaks, I feel like it's about – I mean, it's actually closer for me to get to Norwalk from the South Bay than to get to Sherman Oaks. And I also don't have to fight the 405, right? So I think that's – uh, part of the equation 877 espn 877 3776 if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about yeah uh, I sent my wife away this weekend birthday weekend with her mom you know hang out do mom daughter stuff I got the kids to myself what the hell do I do Eight seven 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 ten espn I want to hear from Raiders and Charger fans we're gonna get into the Rams a little bit as well uh, on the other side Crap, I almost cursed. Crap, I didn't get into the USC thing. I'll do right, that. right, let's get there. I got the candidate. I was talking to Bill Plaschke today. We were talking about candidates. I'll tell you what Bill and I were talking about.